0: It's a little exciting when well, the children are
1: fighting, but they've got to go by the playground room. Okay, we are back. Do not adjust your headsets. You're in the playground with the playground sound. <laughs> my name is Herb, and I'm joined by my sleepy... Hopefully, still high energy because we count on his high energy in this program. Uh, my sleepy friend, Ra.
0: Yeah, I'm just uh, yeah, you know, I was um, I was away this weekend for my uh, bachelor party, and uh, and I got back at 10 p.m. last night. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm just pretty tired. A
1: little, little wiped out. A little wiped out. Little wiped uh, out. <clears throat> Tennessee.
0: I was in Nashville, Tennessee. Yes, sir.
1: And you had a good time. I had a great time. Uh. Really, really great time, but, but
0: yeah, I, I made the, so when I originally made the plan, it was to be, I was going to come back on Sunday, uh-huh. and then I thought to myself, you know, what the smart move here is, and I never do this, but I'm going to do it for once, is to take Monday off of work as well. So mm-hmm. that I can, you know, go hard all weekend, get back late on Sunday, and then have a whole day to uh, chill out, recover, feel like a person again, then go to work. But then, so I did that. But I, mm-hmm. I made that plan. But then, when I was looking for tickets, it cost two times as much to fly back on Monday on Sunday as it did Monday. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, that sucks. So I guess I'm flying back on Monday. And then I was like, that's fine. I'll still like everyone else will have left. You know, I'll just like chill out on Monday. But uh but, what ended up happening was that um uh everyone went hard through Sunday, and then they all went home and then monday uh the friend i was the the friend who lives in in Nashville is is a bartender, and I didn't have anything to do all day, and he was working, but he was like, "Oh, my friends are going out, you should hang out with them, so I went with a bunch of his friends to a bar and <laughs> day drank all day, so Ooh. uh yeah, so that that relaxing recovery day turned into another party day, which um. You know, it was a lot of fun. They were very nice for for uh, hanging out with me, but um, because I know that can be difficult. And uh, just kidding. And <laughs> it was, but it was very nice of them. Uh, I'm and, not saying. <laughs> <laughs> you're the worst. No uh, comments. And then I got back. You know, at 10 p.m. last night, came home, took a shower, went to bed, and then just just today was was rough. And I I I had to go to work today, and I had to go to a meeting with my uh, boss's boss's boss to a one-on-one meeting to meet this person. I I'm pretty new at my job and uh and and it, it, I thought it went well, but um he's a really nice guy, uh, but like ooh, it, definitely not not how I uh, had imagined this all going.
1: Well, nothing is more refreshing and uh reinvigorating than uh talking about basketball.
0: Yes, today <laughs> is by the way the uh what is it? 30th, 20th? Tw- no. Some anniversary on this day in April of 1994. David Robinson scored 71 points on the final the day of the season wow. to win the scoring title over Orlando Shaquille O'Neal. And I thought that was worth sharing. And then as I went to that page to share it, there was a you-may-also-like video underneath that with the following headline, Stephen A. would trade Lonzo for Kawhi. <laughs> that might be the, I haven't watched the video, but that might be the dumbest headline. Yeah, that's really?
1: like the uh, spam equivalent of like, clickbait sports headlines
0: yeah it's like really you think he might trade a rookie who was mildly interesting for one of the top five or six best players in the league yeah i yeah. think he probably <laughs> would yeah i agree <laughs> <laughs> like what the
1: hell that's so dumb um before we get into basketball talk yeah did you watch any movies on the airplane uh you know what i didn't
0: i did a couple things on the airplane so first of all i didn't watch any of the movies they had but i did look over at other people's screens and see movies that looked really cool Mm -hmm. like 20 times and so i made a list of movies i want to watch now like Uh, uh,
1: anything that stands out
0: um no they're all really dumb but it's like you know uh, table 19 or like uh what's that movie with um with uh steve carell and uh and uh, emma stone and shake gyllenhaal or uh, ryan gosling that came out like last year you know what i'm talking about
1: are you, are you talking about Crazy Stupid Love? Yes,
0: Crazy Stupid Love. it
1: didn't come out last year. That came out like six years ago. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just
0: all these random-ass movies that were just playing on somebody's screen, you know? Well, because cool. the thing is, so I was on one of the final Virgin. Actually, it was apparently it was the last Virgin America flight for that particular route uh-huh. ever. And so since they announced that, they really haven't, like, Upgraded their movies. <laughs> like <laughs> they haven't—they've been kind of just rolling with what they had. They made everything free, which was cool, but they just haven't upgraded. No, actually, I love—I love watching
1: movies on airplanes.
0: Well, I was watching something, but um, I was trying out. Uh, you know how like Netflix has that feature now where you can download stuff. Mm-hmm. So I was trying that out. Cool. Yeah. Cool. And what um, did you watch? I watched a show. I I, I chose very poorly. Uh-huh. So uh, not that the show was bad, it just wasn't the right thing for the vibe i was in when i was downloading i was thinking to myself i want something that's kind of like mellow uh and uh you know that'll be like i don't know just i won't have to pay attention to or care about so i downloaded four episodes of a show called the most extraordinary homes uh i don't know why <laughs> i do like those kind of shows <laughs> like i enjoy those shows like grand designs or whatever like i enjoy a home a home building or home sure show yeah more. who doesn't but, uh, me, that's who. <laughs> yeah. It was not the right, like, I was way too tired and, like, low energy to, like, want to watch this show.
1: Do you, you must be familiar with Trading Spaces. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Did, did yeah. I ever tell you that my parents were on an episode of that? Oh, my God. Really? Yeah. My, my I, childhood home.
0: I really want, so that's really, really, really random because did I ever tell you that my family was on an episode of House Hunters? No. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Actually, just the house. Not us. Just the house. But No, they no make- wonder
1: our fates were on this collision course <laughs> to basketball, podcast mediocrity.
0: That is really,
1: really, really random. Wow. Yeah. I actually have never seen the episode. Oh, I've seen. We used to have it on tape at my parents' house. Actually, they my probably parents still do. supposedly have it somewhere. And every time we try to like watch it, they were like, oh, we can't. It's too hard. I'm like, come on, guys. It's been it's like 20 hard. years. They can't watch it. They well, it's one of those things where, like, you know, they're still in the same house that like I grew up in. They've lived in this house for many, many years, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, some 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 stuff is not like super accessible.
0: Hmm. Oh, okay, I mean. yeah. yeah. So in our case, it was that the house that we that I grew up in, when my parents uh, moved out, they uh, the the people who bought it were on House Hunters, uh-huh. and so the house was on House Hunters because that uh-huh. show is uh, not to. Spoiler alert, everybody who really, really loves that show and doesn't want to hear what I'm about to say, just come back in like a minute. Uh that how that show is a complete fake. <laughs> and uh the people who same, same with trading spaces. Yeah, so the people who are buying the house have already bought the house, because of course they have, and then they just find two other houses and pretend they're looking. But
1: uh.
0: um the the my favorite thing about it was that my sibling had like splatter painted the walls of 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 their bedroom and uh they made fun of that on the show. They're just gold, like, oh someone. Someone got fun in here, or something like that. I forget. But so, yeah, um, I haven't watched it in in many, many years. I mean, it's on VHS to give you an idea. But um, yeah, I kind of want to. And trading in Trading, wa- I in really trading wanna Spaces,
1: they make it seem like it's just like the host of the show, yeah. And then the couples like do all the work, and they yeah. totally have a whole crew, and oh, they okay. like shoot my dad like you know sewing a curtain or whatever for like. <laughs> I, two
0: I really want to watch the one with your parents. Hey, I'd love
1: to see it too. I yeah, would we should... love to see it. We should try to make that happen someday. Because yeah, you know, maybe I'll just write a letter to the network. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah for, for everyone out there. Yeah, I bet if you sent them, I, I bet they would I bet they would get back to you. Uh, But, like, for everyone out there, that, let's make this happen. Let's. I don't know how. Whoa.
1: Wouldn't it be a great episode of this to do? Just a random special bonus episode where we watch our family's respective uh, reality show appearances and just discuss that. We absolutely should do that. I'm sorry that you're now going to have to edit this episode. <laughs> well, now that I've said that, yeah, there's no way that it's going to happen. <laughs> why? Why do I have to edit it? Because I put your last name in it. Oh well, I'll just bleep it out. Um. Anyway, uh, basketball is a sport that people play. Oh, really? For money? Wait, hold on. For money? Yeah. yeah by the way, the 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 Warriors game is now
0: only by two points. So, that's yeah, very exciting. Uh, yeah, we are taping this, uh, during, so not all the games today are completed, but we will talk about the ones that are, right?
1: We will talk about the ones that are, yes. Yeah. So I uh, think in a similar fashion to our last episode, we'll kind of, like, go from the bottom up, and I think we should start with the two series that are completed.
0: Two series that are completed. That sounds great.
1: Yeah, so there's only been one sweep, and, uh, every team this year won at least one game, except for the uh the Blazers.
0: Yeah, that sucked.
1: Yeah, so we had one sweep. Um the Pelicans uh won in four games over the Blazers. Um and we'll face the winner of uh Golden State versus San Antonio. When we all wait with bated breath to see the outcome of that series. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh it's what is it? Game five and the Warriors are up three, one. I and mean, we'll talk about the series later, but that's that's right, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah, um not so yeah, so since the last time we talked, the Blazers continued to suck. And mm-hmm. uh that makes me super sad. But the I think what, what what ended up happening with that series that none of us predicted uh was that um we all knew that Anthony Davis was probably going to be the best player in the series, but I at least assumed that it would be that the pecking order would go Anthony Davis then Lillard and McConnell in some order. And what ended up happening was that the second best player in the series was Drew Holiday. And mm-hmm. so, um, I just think that that was, that was the, the difference maker in that one. Um, the Pelicans look great. They do not look like an, uh, what are they? They're not the six seed. seed. Sixth seed. Yeah. They do not look like a six seed. Uh, I, I think that the, uh, warriors are, are the warriors who will not have, uh, Steph Curry, assuming that they move on. Um, I think that's going to be a real series, actually. I mean, I think the Warriors will probably win. but
1: I think the Pelicans kind of remind me, and I'm not saying that I think they can win a championship because I don't think they can, but, you know, in, in baseball and in football every year in the playoffs, we see teams that kind of look iffy during the entire regular season just sort of find something in the playoffs. Um, And the last time that happened in my memory in the NBA was the Dallas Mavericks in 2011. Where you have this team that uh, people didn't really respect and assumed would a lot of pe- they they were they did have home court for their first series and people were saying that they were going to get upset um, and they ended up win, you know winning a championship because they kind of found something in the postseason you don't really see that happen a lot in basketball no. it's such a long season yeah. and the sport just by its nature uh, teams have usually figured out who they are by the time the playoffs come around um, but the Pelicans are really kind of finding a higher level. And, and, you know, part of it is, is Anthony Davis being comfortable in his role as sort of like the big man, you know, he's, he doesn't have DeMarcus mark his cousins. Um, and he's, he's playing a little bit of five. Um, and he's just, you know, playing unbelievably. Um, then Drew holiday is, is, you know, the, the best case scenario for drew holiday, which we never thought we would see. Um, and, other guys are just playing really well. Meritich is playing great. Uh, Rondo's playing great. Like, guys guys are doing their job, you know? Um, and it's, again, I'm, I am very sad to see the Blazers go. I really love that team. I thought this was kind of uh, going to be a year where, once again, people had to eat some crow and admit that, that they all slept on the Blazers. But, uh, but, but despite, no. despite a really strong regular season and a really strong end of the regular season, uh, they just they just didn't have it in the playoffs. And I think... I think it's one of those cases where you you can give a lot of credit to a lot of credit to the Pelicans but you also have to blame the Blazers a little bit for not really showing up and they kind of got punched in the jaw and they never recovered.
0: Yeah, it was a weird series. I mean, the the Blazers looked like one of the best couple teams in basketball at one point uh near the end of the season and then by the time the playoffs started they were actually kind of already in their swoon.
1: Mm-hmm. Um
0: so it's 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 hard to say what exactly what the problem was i think it would be really funny to me though if the let's say the pelicans did win a championship which i do not believe is going to happen but let's say that they did playoff rondo would be the greatest most ridiculous discrepancy in basketball history right like between regular season like
1: it's it's yeah we we talked about this a little bit last week like yeah he already kind of has the crown as far as as the you know the the most
0: yeah, the most gap between but who like, he is in the regular holy season.
1: Yeah,
0: that man. Yeah, yeah. We, we talked about it actually at length last time, but that, we did. The, we don't have to get back into it, but it the, remains
1: one of the most uh, strange and inexplicable phenomena in 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 all of NBA basketball.
0: By the way, speaking of the Pelicans, apparently they yes, it it definitely the Pelicans voided twenty five hundred playoff tickets that were purchased improperly during a pre sale event for the second round of the NBA
1: playoffs. Wow. Scalpers? Yeah. Uh, I think scalpers. they said that it was
0: uh, uh, only season ticket holders were supposed to buy, but the codes were shared with people who were not eligible, and apparently the, the site didn't uh, like, track that or do anything about that. Um, so,
1: Never stop being New Orleans, New Orleans. Yeah. <laughs> it is very New Orleans. Actually. Yeah, uh, we, we sat uh, together in a bar in Oakland, ignoring our friends, watching the Blazers play the Warriors uh, what, a month ago. Oh yeah, uh huh. And a month ago. about a month ago, and they yeah. handled them, you know. And I remember sitting there thinking, "Wow, this team is really good." Yeah. How uh, far and can they, they go? Were. <laughs> and they were yeah.
0: well. We saw how far they can go. I think there's going to be some pretty big changes. But I honestly think that when when we get to the off season this year, it's going to be a pretty crazy one. I think there'll be quite a lot going on. I'm pretty excited about that. But yeah, so should we move on to
1: the next series? What do you think? Sure, sure. But uh well, I oh, guess actually. But since this is the last we really get to talk about the Blazers, um, you, you do make a good point. And, and a lot of pods have been talking about this. Because with all these unexpected results, um, especially with teams that have been trying for a while, and, and we'll probably revisit this conversation in a lot of these series, but if you're the Blazers, like you can't just run it back next year, right?
0: No, you can't just run it back. I think that, that, that they cannot. Yeah, no. This is... But I don't know. Honestly, I don't know what you do. Like, do you I guess would you, you trade Nurkic? I, I, I mean, I don't know. would you look
1: into trading one of uh, McConnell or sorry, McCollum. I'm just called him McConnell because you called him McConnell earlier. I called him McConnell. You did. Holy moly! I'll play you the M- tape. Um,
0: McCollum, McCollum or uh, or or Lillard, Lillard?
1: Do you trade one of those guys where you can probably get a pretty big return? I mean, I don't. I don't want to. Hmm. Very very interesting. I will say, despite the disappointing finish, I thought it was a really fun. Blazers season, and I'm bummed that we will not be talking about them uh, for the rest of the year going forward.
0: You know, it's one of those things where uh, expectations raise over time. Uh right? And, And honestly, if you think about it, if they hadn't had that crazy run where they went all the way up to the three seed, or if the season had ended differently and they'd ended up the sixth seed this is actually not uh, like an embarrassing result for them like in terms of what people thought they would be before the season Mm -hmm. and everything else but we'd all kind of gotten or at least i'd gotten my hopes up that this team was a little more for real and so then you know a a first round loss seems awful even though uh i would have been very uh fine with that before the season right like i would have thought that was actually a a really good year so it it just kind of changes but i do think you know The Blazers do seem to be in that kind of dreaded middle uh, right now, where you just uh, can't—you're not terrible and you're not great, and
1: I I don't—it's so hard in the West because there's no real path path. to getting that next level. I mean, what is the next level up for them? Be the Rockets or the Warriors? Like, good luck.
0: There's no path, like they're not unless.
1: The, Trade Nurkic for Anthony Davis. Exactly, not unless a, <laughs> yeah. a, a
0: a true superstar comes up and somehow the Blazers... And the thing is, even if a true superstar did come up, the Blazers don't have the assets to make that happen. No. So, I, I mean, I, I think any superstar that comes up is going to go to one of a handful of places and, and it's, it's not going to be uh, Portland. So I, I don't know. And I feel like this is what it's like to be a, a fan of a sort of a mid-market team, and it's sucky.
1: <laughs> you know, uh, so, <laughs> well, you, you, you know. chose them.
0: Um, yeah, and I'll, I'll, and I'm not a, you know, I'm a temporary fan.
1: Um, Bring yeah, it's it's tough, but you know, this is a team that has proven naysayers wrong in the past. They have, and maybe they will again. You know, who I knows? I hope so.
0: And I'm not naysaying. I just, it's hard to see.
1: Um, I think you're kind of naysaying a little bit. Are you calling me a naysayer right now? <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, there's one other series that is completed as of this recording. Um, yeah, we both would agree that it seems pretty likely that by the end of the night uh, will be another series that is concluded. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. And we'll maybe do that one next. But uh, uh, the Philadelphia Sixers in a mere five games have. Felled the Miami Heat.
0: Yeah, man. Other than that one game, well, I mean, (laughs) that's a dumb thing to say. But other than the the, uh, after that one game, I thought maybe this would be a series, but no, they just they they manhandled the Heat.
1: Well, I'll tell you one thing: Dwayne Wade really fell back to earth after that game. He did, yeah. And that's not really a surprise. Yeah, the dude's old. Um, You know, you you can't you can't count on. No, if you are expecting Dwayne Dwayne Wade
0: in twenty eighteen to take you home, you, you know.
1: Today it was four for fifteen.
0: Um, four? Well, yeah, yeah, eleven points plus seven, but you know,
1: yeah,
0: you know, thirty-one minutes. That is way, way more minutes than Dwayne Wade should have been playing <laughs> in a decisive basketball game in twenty eighteen. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's um, it was not really a close series in the end. I mean, I guess game game uh, four, maybe you'd say like game one, the Sixers just. Today Trumston. it got a
1: little close in the fourth quarter after they got completely hammered in the third. Today. Yeah, Miami yeah. brought it back into single digits. I think it got as close as like six or seven. Yeah. And it kind of looked like they were making a run, but they just couldn't uh, They couldn't close it.
0: But I mean, game four was the one the Sixers only won by
1: four. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I feel like there's a, not as much to say about Miami as there is to say about Portland. Uh. They're... You know, this was very much... I think the expected outcome, um, Miami was a good team, and they're extremely well-coached. Yeah. But in terms of talent on the floor, you know, they don't really have that, you know, put-you-over-the-top player, you know? No. I mean, who's who's their best player? Dragic, right? Dragic, I would say. Yeah, Yeah. and with with, um, Deion Waiters is probably number two. Yeah, who's not playing this year anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of, you know... It's, it's a lot of sort of nice people, um, and Spolster did a great job of kind of putting them together and, and making it work, and they were a really fun story. But uh, the more fun story... Uh, By far. <laughs> ...is the ascendant Philadelphia 76ers, where you have Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, Darius Arich, and all, all these uh, great role players really coming together and in much the same way as the Pelicans uh, are are really kind of coming on at the right time. Yeah. I know yeah, this would yeah, yeah. never happen, but can you imagine if it was a uh, Pelicans Sixers uh, finals? Oh my God. <laughs> that would make me the happiest. That would be so fun. Yeah. Uh, that, I would let's, be, let's see that happen over the moon,
0: over yeah. the moon. If that yeah. You no. I'm, I'm so on board. It's not going to happen. <laughs> um, <laughs> No, there's no way there's literally no way but it would be really cool
1: um not, not to rehash uh, uh, too much of this series um, but uh um, yeah just Philadelphia is just like yeah really coming on uh I, I don't know how many times we can say it on this podcast we'll probably continue to say it because in all likelihood uh, their next series will be equally lopsided um uh, Ben Simmons is just
0: Ben Simmons is glorious.
1: He's he's developed like three seasons over the course of one season. I know. Season. It's,
0: it's ridiculous.
1: We're seeing, uh, you know, we're seeing, you know, really a, a very very special talent. Um. And uh, and Joel and Pete is no slouch. He's obviously struggled a little bit with that face mask, but it doesn't really matter right now. Um. They're super good.
0: Yeah, I I I was uh, watching the. Uh, the previous game with some people who do not watch a lot of basketball. And, and I was just telling them like that, get used to seeing these uniforms. The Sixers are going to be a very big part of the league for the next, you know, uh, decade or so. And, yeah. and they, and they were just like, why? And I explained to them about Ben Simmons and my friend who used to be into basketball and is kind of faded. He was like, wait, what a six ten point guard? You yeah. don't, you can't stop that. And I'm like, I, I know <laughs> this is, this is why I'm telling you this. So, hopefully we're right, you yeah. know, because... Yeah, I want it to happen so bad.
1: Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say that I want it to happen so bad, but hopefully they good. <laughs> well, you
0: don't want it to happen so bad, no. But I, I, want, I, what I'm saying is, I'm not saying I want Philly to win the league so bad. I'm saying I want Ben Simmons to turn out to be the player we think he can be.
1: Sure, sure. Yeah. I'd agree with that. Um, Yeah, not a ton to say. and In fact, why don't we cover a couple of... Uh, the other like less compelling series, not to say that series wasn't compelling. Though, the Philadelphia story is very compelling, yeah. and unfortunately, it looks like their next opponent is going to be uh, Boston, um, which will be very hard for me to watch. Yeah, you're not going to like them as much for a while. But they are a fun story, and uh, they have they have a pretty clear path right now uh, to the at least the conference finals. They um,
0: really do, especially with several of the other teams we're going to discuss not looking like
1: world beaters. No, no. But before we talk about those series, we do have uh, the third game happening tonight. Uh, this series feels like it's all but over. Um, although maybe San Antonio will pull a little fairy dust out of their bums again. But uh, Golden State... San Antonio Spurs. I don't. I don't have nothing to say about this. What? Any thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> no, I. I also have nothing to say about this. Uh, it's so funny, man. Like, so I, I watched the Celtics game at a bar, and uh, as that game was finishing, the Warriors game was getting ready to start, um, and there wasn't a single person in the bar wearing like a jersey. There were no people there that had come to like watch the game. Really? Yeah, a potential closeout game. You know, yeah. there's this like funny phenomenon, phenomenon, Pheno- phenomenon, phenomenon. Uh, there's this thing with them where like yeah, the the fans just aren't as engaged because it's just it's it's just boring. You know, it's yeah. boring. Yeah. My my landlord, who we watched the game with, who's also a friend of mine saying, you know, he used to watch every Warriors game. He went to a bunch of playoff games that first uh, year of the championship run and the subsequent year. Mm-hmm. And I remember talking to him about it. He's like, I don't really watch anymore. It's just, it's not interesting. Um, Man, like three, four years ago, when they were just kind of like starting to get good, yeah. before they won a championship and before people thought they had a real chance to win a championship, uh, like you you could not walk by any type of public building when they were playing and not see the game on, you know? Yeah. I watched a game at a whole foods in Oakland before a concert once. Um, and it was packed, you know, people were cheering after every single play. And that was like the first or second round, you know, people really cared. And there's just this like success fatigue with this team. I'm sure interest will start to escalate as they progress. Um, but like, yeah, no one cares about the series, and and maybe part of that is just that they're playing, uh, an extremely undermanned team that no one thinks really has a chance. But it's it's pretty it's pretty amazing how little people care out here.
0: Yeah, it's really. I mean, it's really not good to win this much.
1: I guess not. Yeah,
0: it's it's not. I mean, it's the same thing that happened in Boston. Like, you know, I mean. It's just not compelling when when it just seems Wait, too easy.
1: What do you mean? The same thing that happened in Boston.
0: There was a time period with some of the Boston fans where I think it got got a little overly, you know. It just isn't as fun after a while to keep winning all the time. With the Celtics? Yeah, no, not with the Celtics. I mean, probably with the Celtics in the '60s, but no, I mean, I meant with like the the city fans as a, as a whole when the Pacers kept winning, the Patriots kept winning, and the uh, Bruins won, and the uh, maybe you disagree with this, but I, I mean, I feel like... my
1: point is that people here are just bored because the team is unfairly stacked. When those, it's true, competitive Boston teams <laughs> who, who, who were not unfairly stacked uh, persevered and won championships, that fan base remained engaged, extremely engaged, and extremely passionate. Well, I will say completely this completely different. I will say this in all in all honesty i do think there is some overlap but in all honesty
0: uh boston like san francisco sports fans are not great and they uh they they're very fair weathery no one cared Mm -hmm. about the giants till they started winning you know no one cares about the 49ers right now but if they get good suddenly everyone will be a 49ers fan right like it's not a great sports town it's really not and uh and I think we're seeing the results of that is that now this is boring. You know what yeah. I mean? It's well, like it your city is histo- – I mean, I'm bored by it, but I'm not a fan. You're, you know, I've watched uh, my boy Roger Federer win 20 Grand Slam championships, and I am still as nervous and excited as I was for the first one. Sure. Right? Yeah. Like I don't think that winning inherently makes you – I guess I'm contradicting myself from before. But I don't think that winning makes you inherently lazy. So I guess I agree with you that the fan base here is just there's something wrong with them.
1: You know, I think I've made this point before, and I apologize if I have, but I'll say it again. Do you you remember there was this argument when Durant first joined the Warriors of like, oh, aren't you so excited? We're going to see such beautiful basketball. Oh, sure, they might be way better than everyone else, and the outcome is going to be inevitable. But aren't you excited to watch this beautiful basketball? And it's like, No. (laughs) It's not beautiful basketball. It's these, like, super bored guys that aren't really challenged, like, just kind of, like, putting in a little bit of extra effort if they feel like they have to. But for the most part, it's just, like, disengaged, entitled, boring nonsense, you know?
0: Yeah, I mean, they, for one thing, they did not care, you know, even a a little bit about the regular season. Like, they didn't care at all. So that's not exciting or fun. Nope. Like... I think maybe, you know, in the past when when
1: players cared about the regular season,
0: but they just don't care.
1: No, now we're watching them kind of like remember how to care about basketball. They're like, oh, yeah, this is a thing. I really can't stand it. We've already talked about it too long.
0: Yeah, but we we, we are in, as is often the case with this, we are in agreement. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's why we do a show together. (laughs) uh,
1: The. There's another there's two three one series or two other three one series, should I say, because this one is not over. And and I would love nothing more than for us to be proven wrong and humiliated <laughs> When by the, by the time we next record San Antonio has persevered. I've never been um, humiliated a day in my life. <laughs> uh, there's two other three one series, and it feels like one of them is actually pretty interesting still. And one of them is completely over. OK, um, the one that feels like it's totally over is the Rockets versus the Timberwolves. Yeah, that's over. They uh,
0: Whatever happens in the next game, that's over.
1: The last two games were close and in the first half and then turned into complete blowouts. Um, yeah, I, uh, I don't really know what to say uh, that we didn't say last week. I'm really bummed about uh, the Timberwolves. It just—I guess—it just kind of stinks that Butler couldn't have come back a little bit earlier and maybe integrated a little better. But yeah, it's just—you know—that's just you know it's just uh, not not a team. They are not coalescing. They're uh, they not really. They're kind playing. of the
0: opposite of the Sixers, right? They're not getting better every five minutes in the playoffs. They're just kind of the same.
1: Yeah, and I feel like you probably got like three guys in that team who, instead of finding a way to play together, all seem to be thinking like, "Wow, if this was." my team, we would be winning. Yeah. I
0: would imagine Jimmy Butler's pretty frustrated right now.
1: Yeah. I can't imagine he's happy. Um, no. In the meantime, you know, the Warriors are the Warriors. The Rockets are very good.
0: The <laughs> News breaking commentary. Yeah.
1: Um, hopefully uh, the next series that they're in is more compelling because uh, this one isn't really. Yeah. Um, Let's actually not talk about this one too long because there's not really much to say about it that we didn't say last week. Nah, I uh,
0: I will I will just say angering anyone who's listening who likes the Rockets that I still do not enjoy watching them play basketball.
1: And we'll uh, we'll eulogize uh, the Timberwolves next week when it's official. Yeah, uh, but uh, the other three-one series um, has been a little more hard-fought: the Thunder versus the Jazz. Thunder
0: versus the Jazz, where the Jazz are leading, and I'm very happy about that.
1: You must be loving it. I am loving it. I would say yesterday's game um, was one of the most entertaining of the entire playoffs.
0: Uh, yeah, that was well played. I did not it see it. Objections, I saw the highlights, but yeah.
1: fouls, galore, yeah. chippiness. Uh, Exciting stuff. Back and forthness. Um, you know, Utah's just better.
0: Utah's just better.
1: Donovan Mitchell, uh, still very, very good.
0: Another rookie who's just blossoming in the playoffs.
1: Yeah. He does not shrink in the moment. He does not. No. Yeah. No, he he's, loves it. He's wonderful. And, they're, you know, Rudy Gobert is great. They've got great role players. Uh, Ricky Rubio had a triple-double uh, a couple games ago. I mean, they're yeah, fun. Yeah, that was amazing. I really, uh, I, I mean, Ricky it seems Rubia. very, very likely that the Jazz will persevere. Um Agreed. You know, we we didn't revisit the idea of teams uh having to change things uh in the last two series that we talked about, the Spurs. I don't think that's really interesting conversation because um I don't know what they can do. The Wolves, I don't know what they're gonna do. They're probably just gonna try to like maybe they fire Thibodeau. Like they're not gonna trade Jimmy Butler. They're not gonna Oh man, you think guys. they
0: fire Thibodeau? Damn.
1: I wouldn't.
0: I wouldn't either. No, I'm oh, saying oh you would. would yeah Oh, I don't think I would
1: I mean but if you don't fire him and you don't make any moves
0: I think you hope that another year everyone gets maybe a little, I mean I, that's the one I might run back I might try to make small moves man. and not I do anything know. dramatic but
1: and then again anyway we, we can maybe talk about that a little bit more next week um All right. well I guess we can talk about it now because I actually want to talk about it let's <laughs> <I don't care. laughs> go for it Thunder dude if they lose. Yeah, Let's say they lose in disaster. five games, maybe six games, like disaster. you know, Paul George is gone. You, we talk hope. about this every week, but man.
0: It's like music to my ears. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm my, a hater. my outside the box idea for it, I would if I was Sam Presti, who's a great GM and has done a lot of really phenomenal things, he's made a lot of like he's he's I guess not greater than the sum of his moves because he's made a lot of moves that you think, wow, this guy really knows what he's doing. But the team kind of slowly gets like worse and worse and worse, right? Yeah. And that's mostly due to the fact that the uh, nucleus of the team uh, has become more and more one player and, and that player is unfortunately Russell Westbrook, who, as we have discussed over and over and over, does not make his team better. Um He's just a, a singularly uh, great talent, but it just it d- 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 doesn't work, you know? It'd be Did like you go... if you were, like, the world's greatest, like, bassoon player and you wanted to be in a rock and roll band. <laughs> it's like, man, I like you can that. really play that bassoon. Yeah. You're amazing.
0: Killer but... with the bassoon.
1: I don't know if it's going to work with guitars, drums, and bass. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, yeah, I think it's it's crazy. If you go back to the to the James Harden trade, I think every move – he has made since that trade almost without question has made the team worse. <laughs>
1: like, yeah,
0: it, it's, it's been a but pretty bad run for a lot that of now. them.
1: Have looked good on paper, right? A lot,
0: a fair bit of them have looked good on paper. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not sure the Enos Cantor trade looked good even on paper, but uh, then again, I to be honest with you, I don't remember what they it's gave a,
1: it's Ennis Cantor, not Enos.
0: <laughs> I say it, is it?
1: Hmm. Yeah, you, you remind me of when, when I used to work at a place that sold orange, orange genus, and people would say, could I get an orange china? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, but his name is Turkish, so I, I'm i not sure how you actually pronounce it. Uh, maybe you're right. Probably, I've always heard it. <laughs> it's probably Enish, to be honest, but or something like that. But anyway, right. uh, doesn't matter. The point is, I don't remember who they traded for him, so I can't actually say whether that was a good or a bad trade. But in general... That was yeah. part of the, the Mellow trade. Oh, no, 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 for him, when they got him. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, at any rate, regardless, there is a tough road ahead for the... Uh, My outside-the-box thing that outside.
1: I would do if I was Sam Presti. Yeah, quit. Trade Russell Westbrook. Oh, man.
0: Trader. Oh, man, yeah, you get get the commitment from Paul George
1: Yeah. and trade him. I mean, whatever you can get for him right now. You'd get a King's Ransom, right? Uh, from who? You don't think, for example, Portland wouldn't give up one of their studs? Oh my God, I hope not. Or what about oh, Toronto? I, for I hate that dude.
0: Toronto is interesting. I mean, yeah. I'd
1: rather have pretty much any other top 20 player over Russell Westbrook. Yeah. 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 I, I do. I'm don't, Sam pressy. I'm just trying to flee some team.
0: Yeah. 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 Totally. Uh, that's really interesting. We should do a whole thing on like potential Westbrook trades,
1: man. It is so fun to talk about.
0: Yeah, I know. It's really great.
1: Tire fire. Yeah. um, uh yeah. This series has been really fun. Um I know it's really fun for you because the thunder are collapsing before your very eyes. Your it's, bitter eyes. Yes. Um my, my bitter, bitter eyes. You know what? Karma sucks. As someone who's a little more clear-minded about this, uh, <laughs> I still enjoy it because I really like this jazz scene a lot and uh um yeah, it's just been fun. <laughs> uh moving on. Yeah. Uh Thursday only one other series that is not even. So why don't we quickly go to the uh, uh, Celtics Bucks. Celtics won today. Marcus Smart returned and had a very Marcus Smart game where he uh, scored nine points on 28.6% shooting. Hit had five turnovers. He was only a plus two. but But welcome back. Well, he really, you know, he's he's the ultimate, you know, you know how Rondo's the ultimate uh difference between who he is in the regular season and who he is in the postseason guy. Marcus Smart is the ultimate his contribution does not show up in the box score guy. Hmm. He's always super fired up. He makes these like crazy plays and it's it has this infectious quality. Um I, despite the fact that his box score usually looks pretty bad, would be really bummed if we lost him. And I think that he, I think he was more than a plus two. Even though the box score said he was a plus two, I think this guy uh, really, really helped the Celtics and really came in at a time that they needed him. Um, I was I was at work uh, when the game started, so I put on some headphones and was listening to the, uh, radio uh, broadcast.
0: Oh, that's always fun.
1: It is fun. And and the Celtics uh, broadcast team is great. Sean Grandy. Yeah. Uh, 19... a, a talented man. Very talented. Uh, uh, 1981 finals MVP, uh, Cedric Maxwell. Really? The color commentary. Yeah. Huh. And Cedric Maxwell is great um, in the sense that he's not really good, but he's extremely <laughs> enthusiastic and he's like in one the, of our guys. In the sense that he's not really good. He's great in that way where you're not good. He's like he uses a lot of like really kind of confusing analogies <laughs> um, I love this, yeah, but sometimes every now and then he has a great one and uh today, uh when I was listening, they talked about how you know you you're I was listening on my headphones and through their microphones, as soon as he went up to the scorer's table, you could just hear the entire arena go crazy, because mm. people in Boston love Marcus Smart. He's one of the most, you know, quintessential... Beloved. S- he's just such a Boston type player, you know. Um, mm. Self-sacrifice. Just crazy. Yeah, he's just the kind of guy that passionate.
0: fan base will f- falls for.
1: Yeah. yeah. So people start going crazy. He comes into the game, and almost immediately... Uh, dives on a uh, dives into the passing lane, steals a ball um, and, and you know, uh, forces a turnover and everyone's going crazy and Sean Graney's like, well, it's like uh, Marcus Smart uh, just stole the ball by basically doing exactly what he did uh, to tear the tendon of his thumb five weeks ago and missed the end of the season. <laughs> and Cedric Maxwell goes you can't teach a lion to eat mac and cheese. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> you that's true, by the way. I've tried. Um, yeah. Uh, I think the series actually, and, and I'm obviously completely biased, so please correct me if I'm wrong, but I think this has been a pretty entertaining series. Um, the Bucks, who weren't really that great in the regular season, despite the talent they have, are, are playing pretty hard, and, and Middleton and Antetokounmpo have both been... Uh, great um, I'm sure they would like a little bit more production from some of their other guys but uh, they're you know they're getting it in stretches just not necessarily consistently um, yeah
0: they, they are they are another team that I think is going to, to be a lot better in, in the next uh, few years if they get lucky make the right choices and things like that but yes they yeah, do need well, a little more
1: maybe hire hire a coach
0: Hi, yeah and probably want to hire a coach yeah <laughs> let's start with that <laughs> Kind of impressive actually how well they've been doing given the fact that they don't have a coach. <laughs> But, uh, Do you know
1: how many uh, shot attempts Giannis had today? I don't. Ten.
0: That seems low.
1: That seems extremely low. When yeah. Eric Bledsoe and Jabari Parker had 15 apiece, and Chris Middleton had 21. I'm not an Eric Bledsoe guy. I never really I have been. I not either. He's, uh, he's really got the Celtics in his head right now. He's been uh, a... Yeah. There's, there's a lot of bad blood with him and people on the Celtics. There are a lot of kind of ugly, dirty plays. Um, Sean Grandy kept calling the game a rock fight. And it, Interesting. It sure was. I mean, the overall field goal percentage for the Bucks tonight was 36.8, and for the Celtics it was 42.
0: <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, sounds like a real... Accurate contest.
1: Yeah. So, uh, home teams won every game. Um, you have a underperforming team with uh, versus an undermanned team. Uh, and they're both playing really hard and they both feel like they're the better team. And it's a super ugly brand of basketball that, uh, uh, is very niche and appeals to someone like myself. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I love it. Uh, but, uh, I'd love for the Celtics to wrap it up on Thursday, but uh, this kind of feels like it's going to go seven to me. Uh, I did, agree. Did, did yeah. you watch any of today's, today's game? Uh, no, I was uh, unfortunately I was driving home during the game.
0: Were you listening to Steely Dan on your drive? Uh, I did listen to I did listen to a lot of Steely Dan lately. I've been just kind of switching back and forth between uh, three things: Steely Dan, uh, uh-huh. Genesis. Uh-huh. And the Weird Al Yankovic trapped in the in the drive-through. <laughs> I've listened to probably ten times in the past. Two so, days. Good. So, so good, so good. It's really good. Like it's two like,
1: bands that I'm going to see within a month,
0: and at least one of them with me.
1: Yeah, that's right. Um, Maybe both. Top three Genesis albums off the top of your head.
0: Oh, jeez. Uh, well, the one I've been listening to a lot lately, late, late lately. Uh-huh. That is a hard thing to say. Is uh damn it, what the hell's the name of it? It's the one with um with mama and and uh and um and uh that's uh that's all on it. Which one is that? What what's the name of that? Is I that want? the self settled one? No. What which one is that? Uh it's or is it? No. Hold on. It is this is incredible, uh podcast podcasting right now
1: i mean it's a land on Broadway. Broadway
0: hey, let me see here it is it is the self-titled dang yeah
1: that's a pretty good album yeah. that yeah. one i like but it's got uh it's got a couple of real clunkers on it
0: hmm. it's
1: like uh what's this song it's not an immigrant song because that's a led zeppelin song but it's something like that oh
0: illegal alien
1: illegal alien where he's basically singing (laughs) with like a a generic foreign accent such
0: a weird song
1: that song would never come out today it's incredibly yeah ill-conceived i
0: think my favorite album by them is is uh unconventional a little bit it's we can't dance 1991's we can't dance
1: yeah it's such an arg thing to say (laughs) Dude, that album stinks, man. Get yourself together. <laughs> I love that record. I love that
0: record. I also like um the The Way We Walk, the uh the live album. Uh huh. Is also one of my favorite the first one, The Way We Walk, volume one, The Shorts. Yeah,
1: sure. Is a is a classic, I would say. You can't say well, yeah, I guess it's a live. It's not like it's the greatest hits. Um, no, no, no it's not like <laughs> I do like some of the 80s like Phil Collins stuff. Like I think Duke and Abacab are both great. And I like. I think half of the self-titled is fantastic. Uh, yeah, 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 I agree. Home by that. the Sea, I think, is one of their it best drops.
0: songs. It drops dramatically yeah. uh, about halfway. Right, right about at Illegal Alien and doesn't right. really pick up again.
1: Illegal Alien is atrocious. It's, it is a <laughs> horrible song. I'm not. I'm not going to disagree with you. No. And by the way, we were just talking um. about the.
0: We're just talking about the Phil Collins era, right? Like, I would have different answers if we were including. No,
1: me. I meant the whole band. That's why I said my favorite was "Selling" uh, or uh, "Lamb Lies Down" on Broadway. Uh I thought we were just talking about the Phil Collins era. I don't know why you assumed that. <laughs> that says a lot about you. <laughs> uh,
0: I like all of it, but yeah, no, I would probably make different choices for that. And and just to clarify, we can't dance. It's a it's a nostalgic thing because I was. Very into that album,
1: right around the time it came out. I'm glad you made that clarification because uh, <laughs> that, that matters. <laughs> it they, does. Did a, um, like, they did a uh, they did a selling England by the pounds for with uh, Peter Gabriel like six or seven years ago, uh-huh. and I regret so much that you I didn't did not go. go. That is we'll never do that again. No, and that's a huge shame. No. No.
0: Jesus, he knows me. Great song if you're like ten. <laughs> I have to say, and I had the live album on tape, and I ten year old Jewish boy, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah.
1: Um Way to <laughs> out me herb. <laughs> I'll I'll edit that out. Um <laughs> So uh we have two series left. Um Uh I would say uh, of the two, the less compelling. Uh, I mean they're both kind of interesting, uh but less compelling is probably Toronto Washington. Uh y-
0: less compelling, sure.
1: I don't know how Washington won two games.
0: It's really crazy if 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 they, I mean, the Raptors need to win Game Five, right? Like that, just they can't, this cannot continue.
1: Game Five will be in Toronto. If yeah. Toronto loses, then they lose the series. In they're series. gonna lose the series, yeah. Yeah. Also, it's wild. <sighs> John Wall has
0: outplayed DeMar DeRozan in this series.
1: These like narratives, you know, that are so fake, and they just give like you know Stephen A. the Stephen A. Smiths of the world something Ugh. to talk about, like oh. Toronto in the postseason. It's like come yeah, on, like there's not this like there's no such thing as like institutionalized yips. That's yeah, all not the players a thing.
0: are different. Like the, you know,
1: yeah. But nonetheless, here we are. Uh, we have a one seed versus an eight seed, and somehow, some way, Washington won two games, and I, I don't understand it. Like I'm yeah. looking at it right now, and I'm thinking like, is this Toronto's on? had some injuries, a little bit underrated players like Van Vliet,
0: mm-hmm. but no, it, it doesn't make any sense. It's it's absolutely crazy.
1: I mean, the only thing you can say is that Washington really underperformed all year, and now, a la Philadelphia and New Orleans, they're finding themselves. Yeah, but, uh, people
0: have said, oh, they're not a real eighth seed, and it's like, who cares? That doesn't matter. But they are it, a real eighth seed. It is true. Yeah, well, they were the eighth seed. Yeah. Uh by the way, get, did you know that Russell Westbrook is averaging a triple double for the first round?
1: Great, yeah. <laughs> great, like, like oh that's God. gonna look great on his Hall of Fame resume. Yeah,
0: but yeah, it's it is wild, and uh, I would imagine that things will return to. I mean, the, the Raptors just they need to win this. This is ridiculous. And I would still
1: pick them to win, but yeah. Man. But man, so, not if they. They, they sure. game five is a must win for them. Yes, it really is. Yeah. It really is. Um. Yeah. Both of these teams, interestingly, you know, are candidates for some severe changes. You know, they're perhaps uh, the teams that have kind of remained the most consistent for the longest going into this postseason. You know, most, most of these other teams have pretty significant changes over the last few years. You know, Cleveland, Indianapolis, Miami, Philadelphia, Boston. Even to a lesser extent Milwaukee, none of these teams look like they did two three years ago yeah Tor- Toronto and Washington have been the same you know and a first round exit, especially for Toronto against an eight seed would I think herald uh, uh, a change um yeah large large scale changes right yeah Whew, man this this series <clears throat> is not the most compelling to me, I guess in terms of like I don't really enjoy watching it. But I think the, the repercussions of it, however it turns out, for the team that loses and then the team that wins, seeing how far they go, I think that will be really, really fascinating to watch. Agreed. It's, it's crazy. It is crazy. Yeah. All right, Ark. I know we said we were only going to talk for a half hour, and we're well over that. Yeah, we, <laughs> it's actually not possible for the two of us. <laughs> but uh, do, do you have any other observations on this one? On, wait, are we, we're still talking about... We're uh, still talking about Phil Collins' Phil, Genesis album. Collins Genesis
0: albums, right? <laughs> wait, uh, about the Wizards-Raptors? No. I'm Yeah, I, Wizards-Raptors. We can, we can move on to the final and most fascinating series, and I
1: agree that it is the most fascinating. Cleveland, Indianapolis. Who's going to win Game 5, Herb? Who? Boy, this has been fun. Um, predict. Predict <sighs> now and
0: forever be wrong.
1: I feel like Cleveland is going to win yeah, Game gonna 5. Yeah, Cleveland's going to win Game
0: 5, right? I want Indianapolis, too. Man, if well, you want to talk about teams that? it man, if it is a disaster for for um the the uh, North uh, Oklahoma City if they lose in the first round like this, uh-huh. but if if Cleveland loses in the first round,
1: that's yeah, it. they're done. Well, the big difference being, I mean, obviously the Thunder do have a star who is going to make a decision, possibly based on how the postseason goes, but. Paul George was just a rental anyway. Right. And they still have Westbrook. Right. We would say that that's pretty much worthless, but (laughs) (laughs) he is a superstar. But people. He averages triple doubles, you know? Yes. He's a triple double machine. Yeah. Cleveland, if they lose in the first round, like LeBron is gone. And then you have Kevin Love. Never come back. Who, yeah. Kevin Love is maybe the only other, like, quote unquote star player I. Lee, less rather have than Russell Westbrook. Uh, but that's more a personal yeah, you, And that's
0: because you hate his uncle. <laughs> I do
1: hate his uncle. <laughs> I don't know if that has anything
0: to do with him or his abilities. I think you just hate his uncle.
1: If you had to start a team... Yeah, if I was, his like his uncle, our, I would not do it. <laughs> I'm giving you a basketball franchise. The hey, Seattle thanks, Supersonics are a franchise again. Yeah. You get... One top tier player and then, you know, a, 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 a scaling, you know, going down, you know, uh-huh. you get kind of like, you know, like a typical expansion draft. Sure. It's like your top player can either be Russell Westbrook or Kevin Love. You you take Kevin Love? Yes. Hmm. Hmm. going have to have to think about
0: you. <laughs> and the show was never, well, it was nice, you know, this is the
1: last episode of Playground, really clearly, and it was
0: nice <laughs> doing the show for y'all.
1: Yeah. It's been real. It's been a real journey. Yeah, it's. Been. <laughs> Sorry to end it on such a sour note. <laughs> I do think you're going to have a guest host the next two weeks, so it'll feel like two that. weeks. Maybe we'll see. He's really ready to go. He's excited.
0: Yeah, um, I have to. I feel like I have to
1: let him do it now, even if I'm available next week. No, no. Maybe you can do it with him, and I'll sit out. Um, <laughs>
0: now that would be the funniest.
1: I'm a little worried about it because I feel like you're. We have a nice balance of like you're pretty high energy Mm -hmm. and I can be a little lethargic Mm -hmm. as, as powerful as my thoughts can be. They come out in a a, a protracted (laughs) list, (laughs) listful manner, you know? Um, And uh, our surprise guestos has a very similar uh, uh, way of speaking.
0: I mean, it is uh,
1: very similar. So, you know, we're gonna have to like both kind of just try to step up a little bit.
0: To I'm to... looking forward to it. Actually, I want to listen to it. I, well, I would hope that you too. Yeah, no, I'm. I mean, I'm really, I'm excited about it. So,
1: not to uh, get too much into how the sausage is made, but you'd still be able to upload it, right? Yeah, of course. You could discharge that responsibility.
0: Great. Yeah, that doesn't take a ton of my time. Great.
1: Um, going back to the series, yeah, um, Cleveland has a lot on the line. Um, they do. The most, you know, everyone's probably like probably any team. Yeah, I mean LeBron. It really feels like he's going to leave no matter what. Everyone says, "Well, if they win a finals, he can't leave." It's like, Listen, "Well, yeah, they're not winning a finals." He might, he might
0: leave no matter what. But the 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 earlier in the playoffs they lose, the less he will be held at fault for leaving. That's true. That's true. So, you know, that's well, a, I, I mean, if, if you you're Cleveland, don't you want to at least make him sweat?
1: Yeah. For sure. For sure. Um, That's true. Yeah. It's an interesting point. Thanks, buddy. Meanwhile, Indianapolis, you know, they're kind of like, for completely different reasons, I think they're in a similar situation uh, to the Celtics where they're just kind of playing with house money.
0: Oh, yeah. No one,
1: no one, including
0: them, thought this was where they would
1: be this year. Yeah. So it's just like really, really fun. Yep. Um, I was pretty surprised. I felt like they kind of blew one of those games there. I can't actually now remember if it was game game three or game four. Um, But, you know, they are playing a team with a championship pedigree, um, even if it is a diluted incarnation of that team. Um, And LeBron James is still LeBron James. And uh, you heard it here first. LeBron James is good at basketball. Um,
0: (laughs) Uh, Calm down. All right. Don't, Don't get ahead of yourself.
1: This has been a, this has been a really fun series. Um, I hope Indianapolis wins to uh, break the NBA curse of LeBron playing in every finals.
0: I hope that Indianapolis wins as well, because then I think Game Six will be interesting.
1: Oh, you mean you hope they win the next game? I hope they win Game, game Five because in I'm
0: quite curious what would happen then in Game Six.
1: I mean, LeBron always plays his best basketball when his back is against the wall. Exactly. It's like me when I was in college, and I would do assignments. That I have no doubt to. that you are the LeBron of something. <laughs> I mean, only in the sense that when my back was against the wall, I did my best work. I see. Yeah. Um, I thought you were going to guess
0: that you were you were as good as LeBron
1: when was, you were younger. There is nothing in my entire life uh, that I'm as good at as LeBron James is at basketball. I think that's What's true
0: that? for mo- mo- most of us. Yeah.
1: What's that thing they say? You need to do something for like ten
0: thousand hours. Ten thousand hours. Yeah. Yeah.
1: The only things that I've probably spent ten thousand hours doing in my life are
0: playing the Metal Gear Solid series. <laughs> yeah,
1: right. I mean, come on, ten thousand hours. They're they're you know they're, they're they're private things that we can't talk about on podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe I'm as good as LeBron is at his thing. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> uh God. I'm tired too, man. Um Yeah, dude. It's a long day. Yeah, you know, I guess like I would say uh just to kind of like wrap it all up that uh you know, last week I felt like we were really high on the playoffs. We felt like it had been extremely compelling um and maybe more fun than we'd expected. Um And I still feel that way. I still feel pretty good about it. I think a few series of kind of like it well, uh, always happens. Born out poorly. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, all right. Let me, let me finish my thought. Hey, I'm not. Hey, hey. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Go for it. No, it's still, it's still been great. And there's enough, uh, there's enough stuff going on right now that is, is, is very interesting. You know, we haven't, we haven't hit that point where we have to root against the Warriors, uh, against a completely undermatched Eastern conference team yet. So we're still having fun. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I uh I really uh really can't wait for next week. I can't wait for tomorrow. Frankly. Every um, night right
0: now. is pretty great. There's at least one game every great. night that's that's pretty compelling.
1: I got tickets to go see the Avengers on Thursday and I'm so bummed about it.
0: Oh man.
1: I'm actually not bummed. I'm super excited. I'm <laughs> so jealous. But it means like missing uh, you know, what's what's Thursday? It's uh the Celtics will be the only team playing so they'll probably start like at like 5 and that means that you know
0: that means you're a bad fan. I'm
1: a horrible. I mean I'll just watch it. I'll just watch it when I get out of. The movie. Yeah.
0: I can't wait to hear from you about you know the level of goodness of that movie cuz I'm very excited.
1: You know the the first screening was last night and, and people are kind of sharing their thoughts a little uh, coyly cuz there's still an embargo. Oh actually I think the embargo went up today. There's probably reviews out.
0: Um, and are people pretty excited?
1: People are saying really, really positive things. Well,
0: here we go on the verge. Avengers: Infinity War is the crowning achievement of the Marvel Cinematic Universe.
1: Yeah, that's a little hyperbolic for my taste. <laughs> so. uh,
0: by the way, I am going. I think I'm going to a baseball game this this weekend.
1: Shut the front door. Yeah. Dodgers, uh, Giants. Dodgers.
0: Dodgers. Dodgers. Uh, Giants. Yeah, <clears throat>
1: that's a marquee matchup, man. That's great. I
0: know. Yeah, I'm going to take my uh, future brother-in-law. He he likes to go to baseball games when he's in town.
1: Oh, that'll be fun. Yeah. I can't believe I didn't even talk about going to a baseball game last week.
0: Which you did, and I would have been at, but I couldn't go.
1: Yeah, I saw my first live Major League Grand Slam home run. Holy moly, man, I wish I could have been there. I mean, there were only, uh, uh, the A's scored three runs in the first inning, and we were a little late, so we missed all that, and then (laughs) uh, the only other two scores were a three-run homer and then a Grand Slam. Wow. Wow. But it was still a good game. There was some great fielding. And it is extremely thrilling to see a Grand Slam live. I Um, bet bet you're just losing your whole mind. Especially when it's your team. Yeah, everyone's losing their mind. And when you go see the Red Sox in in Oakland, you probably got about 30 to 40% of the crowd rooting for the Red Sox. (laughs) Um, So there was a lot of excitement. But there was also a lot of rage. So it was great. Sounds
0: good. Cool. Cool. I will report back on my game and I'd, maybe there'll be a Grand Slam there too.
1: I really hope there is. Do you know who's pitching at the game you're going to? No. I don't, We don't know even know which, which one. There's three games over the weekend, oh, so we'll figure it out. I mean, I would say go see one of the Dodgers studs, but none of them are really being studly so far this season.
0: Hasn't really happened, yeah.
1: It's been interesting. Baseball is an interesting sport.
0: We will have much more to say about it in about a month. <laughs>
1: anyway, uh, Ark, uh, I hope you get some rest.
0: Thanks, buddy. You too.
1: You got a big yeah, day tomorrow, thanks, man. I do have a big day tomorrow. Um, I do still have to do stuff tonight, so
0: oh, you get to it, and I will you know. talk to you soon, my friend.
1: Thanks, buddy. Yeah. Um, to all our listeners, continue to enjoy basketball. Continue to enjoy your brief, beautiful experience in this mysterious <laughs> dance we call life. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had a few beers while I watched the basketball game. I should go. (laughs) All right, buddy. Um, I will uh, talk to you soon, my friend.